This is a production of KMMedia.pro. Welcome back to Positive Talk Radio. Our goal is simple, to explore evolving ideas one conversation at a time. So come on over into our world. I know you'll like it, because on today's show... Boy, oh boy, have we got a show for you today, ladies and gentlemen. Tommy Tika is with us again, and uh, a Schizophrenic is with us as well. And there are a couple of singer-songwriters that are featured in the album Born Free. And, and we're going to talk to them about the, the album, and we're going to play some music. We're going to have a good time. And we've also, Tommy has now added something else to his resume. Not only is he a singer-songwriter, he is now an author. And so we're going to talk a little bit about his book as well. So, Tommy, welcome to the show. How are you? Doing good. It's great to be back. You know, yes. it's been a couple of weeks. I'm so used to doing these things. I miss you guys. I know. I miss you, too. <laughs> right. I miss you, too. What did you think of the new opening that I have? I love it. I don't know who wrote it, but that guy is a genius. <laughs> <laughs> And, and he is, and that uh, that that song is uh, uh, written and uh, um, written, produced, sung, everything by by Tommy Tika, and uh, I am lucky enough to be one of the first people to get my little grubby little mitts on it. So it's a great song, and I'm using it for everything now, and uh, I'm getting great rave reviews about it, Tommy. All right, awesome. Hey, that's wonderful. Uh, I mean, I love hearing that. Yeah, I'm getting I'm getting reviews like like wow, that's upbeat, it's positive, it, it fits what you're doing and all of that. And uh, except for, the only one who didn't like it so much is uh, the producer on Wednesday. His name is uh, Eric, and he is what I would lovingly term a music snob. Um, um, <laughs> Benny, <laughs> he totally Benny's is laughing because <laughs> he, he totally is. He he knows his he knows his music. That's for sure. Yes, he does. He knows what he likes, and he's a bit of a music snob, but that's okay. Well, uh, clearly, clearly, he doesn't know what he likes if he doesn't like this song. <laughs> <laughs> well, he doesn't know what's good if he doesn't <laughs> like this song. Right. No. Sorry, that's, Eric. That's all right. His his uh, ears are burning somewhere at home. <laughs> right. So anyway, uh, Tommy, I would like you, if you would be so kind, as to introduce introduce our guest for today. Um. Well, Schizophrenic is uh, um, is a songwriter from a uh, singer songwriter from Toledo, Ohio, and uh, we've uh, we've become uh, Twitter buddies because <laughs> uh, we're on the yeah. same fundraiser album called Born Free. It's once again the the album that's been recorded and released to uh, raise funds for the Born Free Foundation. And uh, her song is uh, it's it's one it's the song we, we've got that queued up right. We're gonna. We're going to hear yes. the song later on. Yeah, her song's on the album, and, and so is mine. And and um, so, you know, through doing PR for the entire album, then uh, I've gotten to know quite a few of these guys. And and um, and in her case, we're, uh, we're Twitter buddies. But the, like I said, it's the first time that uh, I was going to say we, we meet each other live, but I was, it's not live. It's through Zoom. But good enough these days. Uh, COVID has changed the um definition of meeting people live yes we we want to meet people live from a distance <laughs> and nobody wants to make it and make anybody sick 
And so that, you know, and even though it's it's a bit un, more under control, it's still out there. Oh, and, it's still and, out there, yeah. Yeah, and it's, it's still causing trouble. So in any event, welcome to the show, Schizo. How are you? <laughs> Fine. <laughs> oh, that's uh, that's outstanding. Now I gotta I gotta ask you before we get into the interview. Would you like us to play the song so that you get a good idea of what the song is about, and and then we can talk about it? Sure. Tommy, does that work for you? Oh, it works. Works wonders. Yeah, let's do that. All righty then. So uh, tell us the name of the song. Um, uh, schizophrenic. Waking dreams. And it's it's a beautiful piece. I got to tell you, I listened to it earlier. It really is pretty. Um, so why don't we why don't we play that right now, and you, we can get a good idea what uh, what uh, they can get if they buy the Born Free album.
And that is Schizophrenic, and the name of the song, again, is Waking Dreams. That's really pretty. That's really pretty. That would be a great meditation piece, I think. Yeah, most people say that about my stuff. Was it designed? Is is your stuff designed to be that way? Most of it, yeah. But that song was created to basically get people to listen to how the earth might cry out what's the, what's happening to it from like pollution and what we're self-destructing the earth that's what it, the meaning behind it is actually that's really cool because that works for the name of the album and for the album and what the album is attempting to accomplish very 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 well um how did you meet uh, um the folks that are and tommy remind me again the the producer of the album um phil gardner uh that's the uh right um the the guy who's uh who's put out these albums uh through minds behind the music it's uh he's the uh, ceo and the owner of the label and where did you meet phil me yeah he kind of popped out of nowhere um, <laughs> I was just on Twitter tweeting, and he just came out of nowhere and said, "How would you like to write a song for a fundraiser?" Fundraiser, and I said, "Sure, why not?" And then he said, "How would you like to write an album?" I said, "Sure, why not?" <laughs> and then that's how we met. He just came out of nowhere. Oh, very well. It didn't come out of nowhere. He had done his research on you, apparently. <laughs> Yeah, I think so. Yeah, which which is really cool. Now, um, did you write the album as well? Yes, I did. Two of what's, them. What's the, what are they called? The first one's called Vibes, and the second one is called Her- Event Horizon. Oh, very good. Have they been released yet? Yes, they're on Spotify and everywhere else. Oh, good. Well, go and uh, buy them, please. Um, if you like her music and so that she can actually, I don't know, get paid. That would be nice. Um, <laughs> so. Yeah, everybody's just streaming these days. I mean, it's um, it's great. The whole world's doing it. But, of course, the problem is that um, musicians are getting paid less and less for uh, for what they do. And um, I'm just I'm just scared that at some point that's going to have have an effect on the uh, quality of the releases. Um, you know, it's if you don't get paid for what you're doing and you just keep investing money because obviously labels aren't really the big big labels are, but um a lot of labels aren't really paying for artists to record anymore. They're just releasing stuff. And and actually on the contrary, we have we don't have time for this topic, but of course internet is filled with fake PR services and, and uh you know, if you're an artist listening, do your research before you give anybody money. Uh, who's offering to promote your music? But back to the actual topic of the day. Well, which just is climate uh, change, right? <laughs> to climate change, but but I think the change in music is indicative of the changes all over the the world and and some of the things that we have to deal with. I, I there's a band that's <laughs> local here that signed a contract with a uh, music um, a music company to put out their songs. And they didn't read the fine print, and ten years later, they're still paying them back uh, for all of them. And that happens quite a little bit, from what I understand. Yeah, it does. It does. It does. Yeah. 
<clears throat> you always got to check the contracts very carefully. Yes, indeed. But so if you're a musician out there, uh, the first investment that you make is with a lawyer to make sure that the because uh, uh, that'll, that'll actually save you a lot of money down the road. So in any event, um, that's, that's a beautiful song. And where did you get the um, the desire to write this kind of music? Um, well, I didn't start off writing this kind of music. I kind of started off writing just mainstream kind of music. And until I met Phil, Phil kind of drove me in another direction that I was already in. Cause I was really writing guitar music, a lot of like meditations, guitar music. And he kind of pointed me in just another direction and he had confidence enough in me that I could work with with the uh, other genres so that was the genre I kind of fell into and got really good at and it's like meditation music um right now he's got me doing Celtic music Ooh. so that is probably going to be my next album it's going to be a Celtic album like sort of like Enya kind of stuff mm -hmm. and it's more instrumental than it is beat based kind of music now did you do the vocals as well or did that did somebody else do that for you um the vocals is not me there's no way i can sing that high but um they're uh they're samples but they're they're there's a plugin that you can get called arcade and it will sing sing your vocals according to the key and pitch to your to what you write and they get like thousands upon thousands of samples that you can get and that you can choose for whatever genre you want it for and that's what i use for my main vocals that's what i use for waking dreams and it's it's just totally amazing what this thing can do I can sing in a mic and then play it in different keys with it and then have my own voice voice over with it and like a background singer or something like that. But there's no way I can sing the way these, that thing is singing. That's, that is amazing. Uh, Tommy, I know that you are a producer, you're a singer-songwriter, and you do all your own instrumentation, you do all your own vocals and all of that. And the the state of the art has really changed over time. Because, like, when my favorite band, the Beatles, were there, they had a four-track. Is everything that they did was on a four-track, and now it's like a billion tracks. And you could do almost anything, including auto-tune and all that kind of good stuff. Yeah, I mean it's <clears throat> it's all changed. I uh, I'm probably one of the last people in the whole whole universe that's uh, you know when I'm sitting in a producer's chair, whether it's myself that I'm producing or somebody else, that I I I just I want countless retakes. Uh, I try to use auto tune and samples and everything as little as possible. I started using them a lot more though lately during the past couple of years, simply for for all the reasons that uh, schizophrenic just mentioned they're especially for the background vocals um they're quite effective and um you save time and time is money when you're in the studio um i when i do my own stuff and um i i have my home in my home studio and i got i don't have to pay anyone 
Um, I'll just sing it as many times, backing vocals included, as 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 need be. Um, but that's that's because I'm old school. I yeah. forgot to mention that you are actually an award. Let's see. I should have said singer songwriter. Uh, hold on, award winning singer songwriter and an author and a musician. I should have I should have said award winning because you are the twenty two recipient of which award? ISSA Male Vocalist of the Year this this uh this year. Yeah. Which which is pretty cool. And you actually got your uh, trophy in the mail. <laughs> I did. I did. And and it's still downstairs. You know, I should have gotten it. Um I'll I'll yeah. But next time we do uh, this. Yeah, it'll be with me. Yes. So uh, schizophrenic is really cool that you uh, decided to donate to this album, as did Tommy, as did uh, what was it, ten or twelve other artists that are yeah, on right that about on, that, yeah, born free. And so, uh, Tommy, talk about the album a little bit and what it does for people and why that they should invest in it. Well, it's been put together by a group of like-minded musicians. We sort of all, as schizophrenic, just pointed out her inspiration for the song was, you know, that if Mother Earth could cry, um, and um, complain a little bit about what is done to her. Um, that's probably what it would sound like. So we're kind of like-minded in that sense that we're all rooting for the environment. We're trying to um, save the environment and pitch in and do whatever we can. Uh, and in this case, do whatever we can to raise funds. And all the proceeds from the album are going to the Born Free Foundation. So folks out there who are listening, if you want to contribute to saving Mother Earth and, and putting putting an end to climate change, um, buy the album. It's enough even to buy one song, then you've already contributed. Um, and um, basically, that's what the album is all about. Kevin, you and I have talked about um, um, how the weather is changing. Yes. And and um, and um, in, I think in each and every episodes that we've 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 done, I've mentioned the fact that glaciers are melting. Um, yes. In Europe, there are glaciers that you went to 20 years ago you went there with your in your winter gear you had your you know um very thick clothes on you got a woolly cap and 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 winter jacket and nowadays you go check these glaciers out you're wearing your shorts and so i mean it's um we're losing glaciers we're everything's changing climate's changing they've got remember when we talked to the remnants from from the UK and 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 they were basically they had extreme temperatures still at the end of September and and I don't remember what they said the uh, uh, the temperature was then but it was uh, it was it forty or something Celsius so it was like one hundred and ten yeah um, Fahrenheit and 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 so it's it's kind of crazy in Finland now finally we've got um, sort of um, autumn appropriate weather if you will but uh all the way up until the end of uh, end of uh, end of september it's kind of came and went where all of a sudden we hit these peaks where it was like incredibly warm and um obviously everybody knows that something's up because we're not used to that kind of weather so whenever we hit 35 over here um people are suffering you know i'm not because obviously um <laughs> being from california um, I'm, I'm used to that, but there's no air conditioning in Finland. Most houses won't have air conditioning. And so um, 
when you get that 35, there's nowhere to escape. And, and folks are kind of getting it finally that, you know, something's up. We've got to wake up. We've got to do something before it's too late. And that's really what the album is about. It's us saying, look, we've, we've uh, contributed these songs. Please buy the album. Make a difference. The proceeds are going to the Born Free Foundation. And this is our way to help the wildlife as well as the planet. That, that is perfect. And I want to remind everybody that the Born Free Foundation comes out of the movie. And I know, Benny, this is uh, precedes you a little bit. But in the middle 60s was a, a movie that came out called Born Free. And it was about a couple of lions and and uh, people that, that benefited them. There actually was a song that, like, made it to, like, the, in, into, I think, the top ten or something called Born Free. And we tried to pull it up uh, when uh, uh, Nathan was here, but he couldn't find it, the appropriate one. But uh, um, but that's that's the uh, that's the nature of, of where they start. So this has been going on for, you know, 50, well, no, 60, 70 years. Um, and uh, they have a preserve down in Texas where they they work with uh, lions and 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 to try and protect them and stuff. So it is a, a, it's a real good charity. It's a five-star charity and so if you buy and all we all they're asking to do is is buy some great music. And uh, and um, if they want to do that, Tommy, how do they to, can they go anywhere to get this get the music? Well, the uh, <clears throat> absolutely the the album is not just on all streaming platforms. It's uh, on all platforms that uh, sell music, um, like iTunes, um, and and pretty much everywhere. So you, you can definitely find it um, in places where you can download the MP3 and 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 obviously then also pay for the track or the album. And that's what really what we're really after. Um, so that so that uh, well. You know, I guess I really should say don't stream it, buy it, because uh, that's what we're doing here, and that's the only way we can help the environment. Exactly, and you're doing all the promotion for the album. Um, you're one of them doing all the promotion, and you're doing it for free. And so I, I thank you for that, for, for taking your time, taking the effort to putting this together so that uh, uh, people can find out more about the album. Now, this is actually the second Born Free album. There was one that was the first. Does it say Born Free 1 and Born Free 2, or is it just Born Free? No, the first album's called uh, One World, if I remember. One World. Oh, okay. I just had it here. I just had it here, but now I <laughs> I lost it, of course. Uh, hold on. One World, One Voice, One Chord. Oh, cool. And there That's are... the first album. And and that album was had the same thing. The um, Phil went to different uh, uh, folks and said, "Will you please, you know, write a song for the album?" Now you have a great story about how he came to you, Tommy. Well, yeah, I uh, <clears throat> Michael Stover sent me an email and said that there's this guy and uh, he's he's putting an album together of uh, of pop tunes to uh, save the environment and. And I had a tune called "Fly to the Moon," which was which was basically more or less about uh, how we should wake up to the fact that rainforests are going and and nobody's doing anything. And I, I sent that to Phil, and the guy was Phil Gardner, and um, and and he said that it's a great tune, but uh, it's already out, and uh, for us to uh, work this uh, charity angle where all the proceeds are going to Born Free Foundation. 
it it cannot be a released song and it definitely cannot be a published song. So he sort of said that write me another one that's that's as good as this one and it'll be on the album. And and so um I I, I wrote the song and Phil liked it and uh ended up it ended up on the album. And but the, the funny thing was that uh, this was just before Christmas that I woke up to the fact that uh Phil's looking for songs. And I remember recording the last backing vocals on 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 christmas eve <laughs> so it was it was a tight deadline that the um between between you know um we were eating or the whole family was eating downstairs and you know once we once we we ate the uh the uh the starters after the starters i just ran upstairs and sang those high bits those brian wilson bits um and then that's that was it and you know before the actual dinner i pressed send and it went to mixing and mastering and um but i worked my buns off on that track and it's taken me a long while to enjoy it to be honest with you wrote it with my wife i was sort of because i was doing a zillion things and 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 so i went to her because she's also a songwriter and i said help me out with this one that you know i need somebody to uh finish the lyrics for me and uh write a kind of beginning with, with sort of African flavor. And so the beginning of the song is hers and stuff. And so we collaborated on it, which was fun, but but the actual recording phase then took a bit longer than I had anticipated. Those notes are high and the harmonies are more difficult than I thought. Um, they sounded perfect in my head, but by the time I got to the microphone and started singing, I realized, oh my God, you know, it's going to take a lot of work. Hence Christmas Eve. But, you know, it's for a good cause. <laughs> and... Uh, and uh you know santa didn't mind i got a few presents after also there you go there you go and uh, we need to take a break here in a couple of minutes but before we do that uh, i'd like um schizo can i call you schizo is that okay schizo fine (laughs) (laughs) um i would like you to uh just speak about uh, the reason why you chose to collaborate and do this album and uh because I think I think your perspective will be important to some folks. Well, my I just had a feeling about well, all through my life I couldn't stand you know walking down the street and seeing plastic and garbage everywhere and it just disgusts me to see that mankind can do that to where we live and it's just bothered me and bothered me so bad that I just felt like I needed to give back to the earth from what man is taking from the earth through that song. And the pollution is getting so bad, no matter where you're at, it's getting so bad that it's just blatantly in front of your face. So the reason why I wrote the song is because of what I see every day. Mm-hmm. Every day I leave the house. And, it's, and, and, and you, it's live in the great, you live in the great U.S. of A. Yes. And, I do. and you're right. We are, we are creating a dirty place. It never used to be this way. I don't remember it being this way. Like as a child, you know, I don't remember or I didn't pay attention that it was like this but you can walk down the street and just see just bottles and pop bottles and plastic mcdonald things and 
Circle K cups, wrappers, everywhere. And it's just disgusting to me that mankind can do that to the, to where we live. This is our home. We only got one. That's absolutely true. And thank you for doing that, and thank you for doing the work that you're doing. We, I really, I really appreciate it. Uh, and I know our audience does, too. And, Tommy, thank you for doing what you're doing. And we're going to play your song that's on the album in the second half of the show and also talk about uh, this new venture that you have going, this book that uh, that's out. So um, I need to take a real quick break for a couple of commercials. I think you'll recognize one of the songs, Tommy, and uh, uh, we'll be right back after these messages. You're listening to Positive Talk Radio on KKNW, 1150 a.m. When you want to say more than words communicate, you can with flowers. Your custom boutique floral studio in Bothell, Washington is anaturaldesign.com, connecting you to nature through the language of flowers. Where your people are is where our flowers are beautiful. Your success is our goal. Now through New Year's Eve, here's your exclusive bonus for being our appreciated listener. Type in promo code POSITIVETALKRADIO at checkout to receive $20 off your order. Our gift to you for being here with us today. Anaturaldesign.com And I'm excited that you're listening to the show right now. And if you like what we're doing here, you're going to love what we do on PositiveTalkRadio.net. On PositiveTalkRadio.net, each show is created live packed with positive information with real people discussing real issues and positive solutions that can work for everyone. I hope that you'll join us on PositiveTalkRadio.net and listen to all 295 plus shows. I think it's worth your time. But then, that's just me. That's PositiveTalkRadio.net, your home for great progressive positive podcasts. And welcome back to Positive Talk Radio here on KKNW 1150 AM. And I got to tell you, Tommy, that that song gives me the chills now that I, I listen to it more and more. You really did a nice job for me. Thank you. Thanks, man. Yeah, it, it's uh, <clears throat> it's one of my favorite tunes that I've, it's one of the better ones I think that I've written. And and um, um, and I, I love the music video. It's not quite ready yet, but it will be ready. It'll, it features my sons playing pirates so it's and and we got a couple of really good shots of them they actually went for it we gave them wooden swords and it looked like they wanted to kill each other luckily we intervened we still got two boys <laughs> yes exactly now now the uh the music video is is, is that going to come out in wide release do you think well we kind of think you know it we're we're gonna really the only thing i have to do is go back and make sure that the the lip sync is uh, um, spot on, and there's a couple of couple of places where I think it needs to be improved a little bit, but uh, um, but it's pretty much done. We're we're uh, of co- of course the impersonators album, which is the album that this track is going to be on, will come out sometime in um, sometime in perhaps March, and we're we're so we're kind of debating whether to save the music video for the launch. Um, or just kind of release it now, uh, and like you mentioned, I've been I've been sort of editing the book with the publisher as well. So, so it I've been busy. 
and and uh so i you know i just realized when i heard the tune that that oh man the music video i gotta go back and check the lip sync i've i've, I've promised to do it a week ago i'll do it tonight before going going to bed so uh it's just a lot of stuff that i gotta get done i'm but sorry i made one. you it's work some more no it's all right i gotta do it gotta do it it's a good one though and i and i love watching my son's uh Sons on on the on the video and and they actually they really hammed it up for the camera to be honest with you we were concerned because uh, especially the uh, the seven seven year old one is uh, can be a bit timid but uh, he he came through. Now the song <laughs> the song in in total is is called Fire and Ice, and right. and it is uh, actually about uh, uh, pirates. Um, yeah, kids kid, the kids game of playing pirate. And uh, so, and so, I've I've taken the melody and the background vocals, and am using that. Thank you very much, sir. And then the, uh, um, and then you're going to create a video, and then hopefully it's going to come out in wide release, and it'll be very, very popular. That would that would make me very, very happy. Oh, it make me very happy too. You know, um, um, sort of uh, well, keeping my fingers crossed. It's always when you're working on an album, and. And um, before it comes out, you got high hopes for it, and and obviously, I mean, I've done well. So even if this turns out to be a wooden record, you know, it's it that's fine. But um, you know, um, hopefully, uh, hopefully, it's it's gonna follow up on the tracks of the uh, success that the impersonators had with their previous album, Life of Grant. But you never know, you know, it's if folks like it, then that's that's basically my job well done. That's really all I'm looking for is an audience that's uh, nodding their heads to the stuff that I'm making. So, Exactly. So tell us about the song that you wrote for the album, Born Free. Venetian Rubber Boots. Um, I, like I said, I, I had no idea what the lyrics are going to be about. Usually I do. Um, but uh, I had written so much. Um, in I think I, I had to, because uh, I was writing for other artists, and, and there was a two-week two, two period where I finished 17 songs um in two weeks lyrics everything because because i work like crazy and, and i've done this forever and, and how I can just... in the hell <laughs> well you it, write it... 17 songs in two weeks oh you know and two of them actually became hits too so not for me but for others so it it, it you know it's i've been i've done it forever and and i love it but at that point at that point 17 was too much this was the 17th and Never before in my entire life have I gotten to the point where I feel like I can't finish track. And obviously, now, if you, if I go back to the story that I was telling before, so here's Phil waiting for the new song. And the entire project's waiting for my contribution because I said that, look, give me a, give me a couple of days to knock something off. And, and so so I went to my wife. I said, look, I, I got to get this done like yesterday. And um, can you can you write the lyrics? Because I, I knew that... There were certain bits that I had, but it wasn't really happening. And and she came up with this whole idea of you know, you know Venice and 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 um, people sitting in St. Mark's Square with rubber boots on because it's flooding. And and um, I wrote those bits quite a lot of a lot of it actually. And um, and I had the melody and and I had the the basic stuff ready, but the lyrics were difficult at that point because I had written so many lyrics. And uh, lyrics aren't like melodies. If you want to get them right and want to get them meaningful and good and sort of quality, um, so that they're not just like full of uh-uhs and oohs and I love you, baby, and come on, can't we make this work, honey? 
Um, it, then that's hard. And but she, she really came through, man. I mean, I'm I was surprised when I was reading them. Like, you know, it's better than I would have written. So, and she looked at me and said, "Are you going to sing this?" Said, "Damn right, I am." Um, and um, but that was the tricky bit though because I it's that the song song was very. I had to I had to have the beginning of the song very low. Um, to get to hit those super high notes, the, you know the Brian Wilson harmonies at the end, and and it took it took forever to sing. It just really did. Well, I'm just uh, you know the two of you sitting here just it's, it's a skill that you possess that I don't know if if it's like an angel came down and tapped you on the head with his wand and said, "Here, you can be a songwriter." Or uh, um, uh, schizophrenic? Are you the same way? Can you just sit down and, and knock off a piece, as they say? Pretty much, yeah. Oh, that's just not fair. That's that's <laughs> that's just, just not fair. <laughs> you guys have that kind of talent. Um, so this is Tommy Tika's Venetia Rubber Boots. See you. 
Don't you think that we should change our scene? But we're blind, yeah. Learn to preserve the village green. Not our tribes, yeah. Why is it so hard to do what's right? It seems we manufacture broken dreams of us. We got just one. And that's Tommy Tika and Venetian Rubber Boots. And that song is on the album Born Free. And it, it all the proceeds of that album and the two songwriters that I have here on the show today, they've given of their talents and their work. And it's not easy to put together a song of the quality that these two have displayed today. And so they've done a really good thing for humanity. And the least that you can do is go and uh, buy um, either the the entire, I recommend getting the entire album because every every song that I've heard from it so far is just, is really cool. And it's a bunch of different genres and a bunch of different things. So it's, it's not like you're stuck in one place, but, and all these guys and gals are doing this for free. And uh, um, I, I really encourage you to do it. And Tommy, Born Free, they can go to, iTunes and everywhere else, then they can they can buy it. And even if you buy a song, even if you buy uh, one of these two artist songs, that it's better than nothing. Absolutely, that's pitching in already. Yeah. We take everything, you know. Yeah. <laughs> so well, the planet planet will uh, will be grateful. Exactly, and uh, um, so uh, as schizophrenic, what did you think of that song? Nice. I liked it. Liked it very much. I heard it before. I listened to the whole album. <laughs> oh, it's just so so now I have not had the opportunity to do that. So give us your your uh, songwriter's review of the album, please. Well, the album is just phenomenal. There it's not just one genre, it's a mixture of genre. You've got like me with meditations and you got M Ancient with um like trance music and then you got Cohen Ryan with uh almost like experimental rock and those men with the experimental rock it's just it's just phenomenal artists on that whole CD it's just not you're just not listening to one genre you're listening to multiple genres and the Go messages ahead. the messages that you get from each one of these songs kind of tell a story up from the top to the bottom of the song and songs that's really cool that's really cool by the way and Tommy and tommy's song sounds a little bit like um george harrison and john lennon and rem and uh, the beach boys and just a, a myriad of folks and uh i don't know how you hit that high note uh did you have to grab and 
something to make yourself hurt. <laughs> no, I've always, I've always had very high voice. Um, it's, uh, it's actually just very wide register. I've basically been able to sing just about anything. But the problem, the problem, of course, with those notes is that you got to get that falsetto um, sounding just right. It's not just not about hitting the notes, but for you to be able to mix it like, you know, put it in the mix like the Beach Boys. It's got to be a certain type. And so you're not looking only, you know, to hit the notes. You're looking looking at the timber of the voice and the quality and everything. And so I'm a perfectionist that way. And, and it just that's why it took forever. So are you one of those rare people that's got a four octave voice? Yeah, uh, I do. That's uh, that that for those of you who may not be aware, that is pretty rare that you can that you can go really low and you can go really high. And basically you're covering the entire gamut of uh, of the musical spectrum when you have a four uh, octave range. And that's 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 pretty cool, Tommy, got to tell you. Yeah, it's going a little. You know, it's I've noticed, especially with rubber boots, that um, it's 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 not as wide. I'm 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 look probably looking at three and a half these days. But when when I was in my late twenties, it was it was four. Ah, very very cool. Let's can can we talk about your book a little bit? Well, yeah. I mean, it's um, we're in the final stages of editing it. It's going to be called Perfect Reflections, and and actually, I got the uh, I got the synopsis here. I'll read it to you. Oh, great. Okay, so this is what the book is about. Tom Sundell is a former merchant marine and soldier who has survived the oceans of the world and the Foreign Legion. Yet his biggest challenge seems to be surviving his difficult marriage and being a good father to his boys, although he's haunted by his violent and traumatic past. Sundell's life continues uneventfully until his wife meets an untimely death and he receives a strange and unexpected letter before he even realizes it, Tom is on his way to Buenos Aires in search of something he thought he had put behind him a long time ago. That's that's very cool. That's very cool. And that is, um, I know you were telling me at one time your dad uh, was a merchant marine. And that's right. He, he had stories after stories after stories. And this is kind of inspired by him and uh, all of the stories that he created over time. Absolutely. I mean, this is, uh, I loved listening to, to his stories when I was a kid because um, he sailed all around the world, um, just everywhere. And uh, while I, you know, especially my teens already kind of started thinking that maybe some of those stories are just sailor's yarn, they still were great stories and I never got tired of them. And there were especially few that had to do with, I don't want to give anything away. But Latin America and him sailing to Rio de Janeiro and Buenos Aires and and uh, getting in trouble there, that I always felt would make a great book, and uh, and so finally uh, five years ago I I started interviewing my dad. This was before he died. I got tapes and tapes of him talking about those trips, and um, and I also have his journals. He kept a diary. And um, obviously, in, in when I write a book like this, which happens in three different time zones and, you know, Merchant Marines Adventure around the world, you got to check your historical facts. So uh, it was a difficult book to write because if, 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 if a Merchant Marine is part of a riot somewhere in the world, you got to make sure that it actually happened on a certain date. So, 
yeah so it was uh it was it was a it was a journey and it, it is a marvelous uh testament to your dad and a way to for him to live on even though he's passed now but he can live through the book and and uh it's a it's a great way to to remember him so congratulations. Do you have any idea when it's going to be absolutely released? Well, that's now basically just up to me. I um I gotta I I gotta change I've checked with everybody whose name I've used and I gotta change two names. Um and uh I still wanna go through, make sure, just read it one more time to make sure there aren't any missing words. There shouldn't be. Um, but just like with music, you just wanna be absolutely certain because you know if you work on something for a number of years because this is not an album this a book will book like this will take forever and uh then you you want to make sure that it's uh as, as close to perfect as you can make it well you are a bit of a perfectionist after all <laughs> so <laughs> yeah i am i am yeah well, but you need to be you need to be uh and schizophrenic i would like to we're coming to the end of our time together first of all i'd like to thank you so much for coming on the show You're and sharing welcome. your music with us and i want to give you the opportunity here i'm going to step aside and i want to give you the opportunity to tell our audience those that are listening throughout the seattle area and the ones who will be listening to the podcast on positivetalkradio.net to tell them anything that you'd like them to know just try to take a, take some time out and take a look around you and see what's really happening um look up look up sometime see what's really around you just pay attention and maybe you can make a change just even if it's a little change just try to make a change in whatever you do that's the best advice i could give to anybody that's pretty sound advice right there i do have to say and thank you, thank you so much for that. I really appreciate you, the work you're doing, the songs you're writing. I don't know how you do it, but you do it. And Tommy, I give you the floor for the same thing. Um, yeah, I, I just basically uh, schizophrenic. You took the words out of my mouth. I'm always gonna, also going to say that uh, be kind to each other. And aside from the climate, if something isn't working for you, this is what I learned. From my dad, you know, because uh, I was sitting by his deathbed, and um, you know, he was a happy man. He died a happy man. He he had lived a fulfilling life, but of course, make sure that you do the same thing. So if something isn't working for you, change it before it's too late. Whether that be your job, your marriage, anything, just be happy because at the end of the day, that's really all that counts. And if you can save the planet while you're being happy all the more power to you exactly exactly because at the end of the day you need to not have any regrets that's right that's what it's all about i think that you know somebody said that the saddest words in any language are what if uh, or what might have been um what might have been i think it was and i think i think you know just better to find out better to be brave and live the way you want to live because at the at the end of the day really you know money's important but it's just it's important to have enough of it but it's not gonna it's not gonna make you make you happy or um it'll make you happy for a short while but but 
for you to be truly happy, you need to make some tough decisions every once in a while and make sure that you strive for happiness. Yes, indeed. And you remember that that uh, that old joke where um, a man was talking to his wife and he was a very, very wealthy man. And he said, you know, I'm tired of everybody. I'm taking my money with me. I want you when I die. I want you to bury my money with me. All of it. Every penny of it. I don't want to give it to anybody. And uh, she said, well, okay, not even me. No, not even you. Everybody, everybody gets cut out. Everybody. Oh, well, okay. So, and he died eventually. And um, it was an open casket. And, and so she said, well, here you go, honey. Here's everything that you own. And she wrote him a check. And then they dropped the check into the coffin. And that was that. That's supposed to be funny. It was a, it was a, you know, yeah, I'm just wondering that, that, that it is a joke, but that's probably reality to some, you know, there's another wisdom and I have time for this. I'm keeping the time on, uh, uh, keeping an eye on the clock, but, um, well, if you want to find out the meaning of life, and this is an old Eastern wisdom, the guy climbed the highest peak in the Himalayas because he was told that there's a guy, a guru sitting on, on the, uh, on the, on the mountaintop and, and he would tell this guy the meaning of life, right? So he goes all the way to the top, almost dies four times getting there. And there's a guy sitting there for, you know, it was true. He's there. And the traveler asks him like, you know, what's the meaning of life? I hear that you can tell me the meaning of life. And, and the guy looks, the guru looks at the guy and says that the meaning of life is oatmeal. And the guy gets really upset. like, what, you just spent two months getting here and, 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 and almost died. And I'm standing here and you're telling me that the meaning of life is oatmeal. And the girl looks at the guy and says, so do you know something I don't? <laughs> so, so, so the idea, of course, that Eastern, I think it's Buddhist wisdom, is the fact that the meaning of life is different for everyone. Yep, the gospel according to City Slickers. Go rent that movie and you will enjoy it because life is about one thing. And Benny, thank you so much for producing the show today. And Tommy, Tika, and Schizophrenic, thank you for being here. And by the way, everybody, be kind to one another because, you know, each other's all we got. We'll see you Wednesday at 4 o'clock.